0: Joe Watkins, Travis Castle, coming to you with the Rental Property Hangover podcast sponsored by Yes, I Rent. We want to apologize for last week's episode. We got a little aggressive there, but we told you the truth and we're going to tell you the truth again. You got a little aggressive. I did. Well, the show here is you have a rental property and you're considering selling your property.
1: Should, Should I sell?
0: Should I sell? We're getting this all the time from rental property owners calling us up. Hey, I'm interested in selling. Uh, w- can you help me out? What do you think? What's the deal? And, I, you know, the, the reason for the show is that's a more complex answer, really, than I think is given credit in in, in, in the thought process of someone wanting to sell. I think, I think they come to the show or they come to to the thought process around, hey, this is a high market, let's sell. And I think that's a valid reason to consider selling. I don't think that's, I think there's a lot that needs to go into, into place here. And so, one of the things I would say is if you have a tenant not paying and this is the reason why you're considering to sell, then be prepared to take a very low price for your property because you're selling in a market where getting rid of a tenant that's not performing. It's difficult. You can't evict them hardly. COVID nineteen is, is is created some the CDC and the president and everybody else is created some special circumstances where evicting is difficult. Sure. So if you're if you're selling a home with a non performing tenant, you're selling a distressed property.
1: That's right. You're you're handing you're handing a problem to somebody else, and whenever you do that, there's a there's a value loss. And, and
0: I think in this particular situation, there's a big value loss. Sure. People don't know what the outcome is going to be. How many months are they going to go here with a non-performing tenant? And so that might not be your best opportunity to sell. I know it's the the, the time you, you sort of get angsty and want to sell. I'm not sure it's the best time. Um, let's just say you have a, a performing tenant. And they are not necessarily giving notice to, to, to leave. You've just decided that you wanted to sell.
1: You've been you've been looking at Zillow. You've been looking at that Zillow value for your house and it looks a lot higher than you thought it would be.
0: Yeah, and so you've had a tenant in there for five years and, and as far as you know, your property management company or you know, these these tenants are, are, are gonna renew the next year. Um and our lease you gotta give a sixty day notice to 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 give notice for someone to leave a property. Um you're you're getting close to that and you're determining whether we need to do this or not. Um I think things to consider are this. Here's some things to consider. One, after you look at your your, your end value of sale, which by the way, the market's hot for a retail buyer and a move-in ready property. So keep in mind that a move-in ready property is not a property with a tenant in it. So a tenant does need to be vacated. So count the dollars of loss, Between your your tenant moving out and that sale. There's gonna be some rents, months of rent. That's part of your analysis, several months of rent that you're gonna lose. You're gonna spend the money to get it to move in ready. It's not moving ready when a tenant moves out. We I mean, we know. I mean, ninety percent of these houses need paint, need some form of flooring. I mean, it's, uh, uh, Yards.
1: Uh, if you're going to sell the house as opposed to just the tenant moving out in normal circumstances, and now we've got to do a rent-ready, get it back on the market to rent, that's a different turnkey job. That's a different uh, price than I'm going to put my home on the market, and I'm trying to get the highest value to sell my home to somebody who might be an owner-occupant.
0: And you've got a home inspector that's going to crawl through this house on this on sale. Reveal cell. all
1: the past since All
0: of the stuff that you... Half fixed and didn't fix and leaks that are, you know, are present in the crawl space and, you know, it's rotten siding and rotten here. And this, I mean, these things have to be addressed. Sure. So that money is going to be spent. So you need to add that in your formula. It doesn't mean you don't sell. It just means you need to add this in your formula of, of your net here. Uh, and And other things are, you know, how long have you owned this as a rental property? How many years have you depreciated this property? Travis, you experienced this a year
1: ago. I'm very intimate with the government's formula on recapturing the tax depreciation, Joe. Yes, thank you very much. I am uh, an expert. I would like to talk to anybody else that this has (laughs) happened to and start a therapy group, and we could discuss doing that. Now, look, I, I, I knew it when I did it. The calculation was there. Um, and certainly there's appropriate times to do well, that. Well,
0: I mean, let's discuss what it is yeah. though, to the, to the audience.
1: Well, you know, one of the things that uh, people buy rental properties for is this very idea that, uh, the government allows you to depreciate a, a, there's a formula. They allow you to depreciate a portion of the property every year.
0: Yeah. So uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 27 to 29 and a half years, you're taking the full value and purchase price acquisition and improvement of the property. Let's call it $150,000 minus the lot. And and I'm going to de- divide it by 27 and a half years. And I'm depreciating that every year. So,
1: you know, maybe on an average property, I got two to $3,000, $3,500 a year, maybe. Right. And plus all, you know, other expenses, but the depreciation calculation of that might be, you know, for the average property two to let's call it $3,500 a year. Right. And that's great. In the and by the way, if I own a few properties now, one property, eh? What what happens if I own you know five, six, seven? Okay, now we're well. Listen, if you're in, if you're
0: in a thirty percent tax bracket, and you write off four thousand dollars of depreciation in a year, it's real money. Sure it is. And again, multiply it's twelve hundred dollars of real tax savings. Well, here's your problem in a sell. You've owned it for fifteen years, and you've written off twelve hundred dollars a year. Ooh. you've written off you've written off four thousand you've saved 1200 dollars a year right. for 15 years yeah. well you're going to pay all that back
1: you go to sell it and you just give it all back
0: you're going <laughs> to it's called recaptured depreciation. so make sure you guys understand when you sell your house that's in your formula yeah. and 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 again I'm all about numbers if it still makes sense because it's such a high market and you've got other you need the capital out of this asset to put towards somewhere else i get it I think the, the, the downfall I see often here is it's an emotional sell.
1: Well, you, you say you get it, but think, think about what mm. you're saying here. You're saying that uh, this, this particular asset has performed so well that I'm going to sell it. Yeah. Right? So, so you know, you're know you at that point where you, well, what you're really saying is I think the value is going to go down in the future. Right, unless there's some other compelling reason why you have to have you have to liquidate and have to have money right now, sort of thing. But if this is just purely based on, hey, I'm looking at the value of this, and I think that real estate's going to go down over the next ten years, and might as well cash out at the peak. Well, the, it begs the question: what else are you putting it into? Because the stock market's pretty high right now. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. what what other scenarios are you taking this money out of real estate and putting it into?
0: This is my first question to every to every rental property owner wants to sell is, hey, you need the capital to do what with? What's your intention? Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm trying to get them to think differently than maybe they're thinking. Mm-hmm. What, what do we think the net result? First of all, let's get real about what the net cash is going to be. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let's get real with the numbers with recaptured appreciation and, 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 and agent expenses and, and, and all the expenses out of the sale. Okay, you're getting a $35,000 check. What's your intention with that $35,000?
1: Uh, 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 well, well, and, and the, and the other beautiful thing about real estate that gets ignored here, if we're talking about just needing some liquidity right now for some compelling reason is you can borrow money. Against refinance at, at right now, 3.1% at a historic low rate. Yeah, so I mean, there's options. I think all I'm saying is this: is what what you're discussing, which is there's options, and then consider where am I putting the money. Now, if you're retiring some high-dollar debt, right? That's that's uh, double-digit interest rates, and all okay. Well, we can talk about that, but right. but, but e- even that works really for a refinance scenario. As far this as is this it. is a this is more. I think there's two reasons, two things to look for here.
0: There's some f- real financial calculations to be had here. If you're going to sell a rental property, it has to be done. And I do think, and I don't want to ignore it. I do think there's some emotional components. You're, you're nearing retirement age and, and listen, rental property is not completely passive. We're not going to say that it is. Um, there, th- it requires a different level of effort and I need the emotional disconnection from the rental property by selling it and it's a high market and all the other check boxes are checked. Okay. But, but know the real consequences of that sales, all we're talking about here. And, and, and don't be bewildered by the typical real estate agent. Who's not in the, the, the rental ownership business. You go talk to a real regular real estate agent who only does sales. And you talk to him about why you should sell or not sell. Of course, their answer is you need to sell always time to sell. It's always time to sell. That's how they get paid. They get paid on commissions of your sell. You know, I think it's smart when a rental property owner who has a property management company goes to the property management company to discuss this scenario. Why? Because they're incentivized to keep the property as a, as a, as a, as a you know, property management uh, client, but they're also make money when they sell too. So, I think they'll give you a little bit more little clear understanding and balance of, of, of the things to think about in the sale. And so bottom line is, I think it's a an idea, a wise idea, especially if the tenant is already giving you a notice to vacate and you're already dealing with a vacancy. You're already going to have to do some level of renovation. You're already dealing with the cost of the vacancy and you're in a high market and you have something else to do with that money that, that you you need the access to that money for? I mean, I th- yes, I think it's, it's 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 an option to consider. I just think that that, that most decision points that I'm hearing is, um, it's emotionally based. Uh, I did talk to one yesterday that that I, I asked all these same questions, and I loved his answers. We're retiring. We're probably going to buy an RV and live on the road.
1: Mm. That's a pretty good answer. I, especially since we're talking in an rv right now yeah yeah that's
0: right and so uh you know their their version when well, they had pretty good equity in the property mm. their version was i don't have to touch my retirement i can sell this rental property and buy the rv hey, look
1: there there are like in, that yeah they're, they're, that's they're, why you bought it right there's in exactly you there's created some equity here i love it i love it
0: so you know I, you know in talking with them it was it was it, it was sound now whether it was sound or not i'm still going to give them the data i'm gonna give them the value we're going to do our thing but listen, um, you want your property to because you want your real estate professional to challenge you. I mean, why do you go to the expert who's just going to tell you what you want to hear? Maybe that's the moral of this show. Um, I think you go to the expert to tell you the truth. That's, that's what we deliver here on the rental property hangover here with Joe Watkins and Travis Castle. Listen, I need to ask something from you. It is imperative that you give us some reviews on your property, oh, your, your podcast viewing preferences. That's how we get viewership, and your viewership's important. So please give it to us here on the Rental property Hangover, five stars preferably. Appreciate you. See you next week.